calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Too Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. Listen to mysteries about true histories on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Flusville factory, bringing you Flues Mania, the fun-filled Flues challenge for kiddos of all ages. Oh, you know that I absolutely love trivia. It's one of my most favourite things. Well, to be honest, it's a tie between trivia and the cold, empty eyes of factory workers in overtime. I'm sure it just means they're very focused. But alas, today is a trivia day. So let's get stuck in. Today, Flusmania trivia is all about words. Like the ones I'm speaking right now. And just then and currently. Uh, Here's the thing. Language is utterly bizarre. The words thought through and thorough look so similar but they mean three completely different things. You can use words to describe your feelings elation, scepticism and whatever hot feeling it is in my guts that builds every time I'm around Waffle and Martha No Bob the station manager, it's not love it's Irritation, that's it. Intense irritation. So, to celebrate how wonderful language is, we're talking all about words. And I'm going to test your knowledge on words that may or may not, in fact, exist. You might even learn something, you know that? So pay attention. And, as a legal disclaimer, I'll say you probably won't learn anything, but there's no harm in trying... Anyway, I've got some wonderful word questions coming your way, kiddos. So fasten your seatbelts and here we go. Wordy word question number one. How many words are added to the dictionary every single year? Is it A, 4,000, B, none, 
we have all the words, don't be stupid, or C, 25, and they all start with the letter Q. All right, clearly we've had some joker helping out with trivia answers this week. The obvious answer is B. How would we get words added to the dictionary? We know them all already. Maybe I can get a list of all the words I know to prove it to you. That way we don't need any more. All right. Uh, Number one, guitar. Uh, Number two, fizz bar. Number three, oblong. Number four, non-union. Number five, workplace health and safety, which I think covers several. Uh, Number six, coccyx. Uh, number seven, ambulance. Uh, what's that, Bob? Move on. Well, in an interest of time, I guess you're right. There's a lot of trivia that'll transpire. So let's find out the answer. How many words are added to the dictionary every year? A, 4,000. B, none. Or C, 25. And they all start with the letter Q. The answer is... Uh, 4,000? Wow! Apparently, with the invention of new colloquialisms, which are expressions that are informally used and often today are invented through social media, are added to the dictionary every year. In fact, did you know that the word LOL, L-O-L, was added to the dictionary in 2011? Meanwhile, I'm still waiting for Fizzbar to pop up and it's been over two weeks since I submitted my letter. On to the second weird word question. What does bumbershoot mean? A. It's a type of onion. B. It means to drive very quickly. Or C. It means umbrella. Well, my, this is a noodle scratcher, wouldn't you say? Bumbershoot, bumbershoot, bumbershoot. You know, it doesn't even sound real, does it? It's what you'd expect Dr. Seuss to say if he sneezed. Uh, Chew, a bumbershoot. (laughs) Maybe a curse word on Sesame Street. Let me just get to the answer before I get taken down with legal action. What does bumbershoot mean? A, it's a type of onion. B, it means to drive very quickly. Or C, it means umbrella. The answer is C, umbrella. A bumbershoot first appeared as a phrase in the United States in the 1700s as a combination of bumber from the word umbrella and shoot from parachute. Ha! You learn something new every day. Unless you already knew that, in which case, show off. And here we are, whimsical word question number three. This one's a true or false. Zoanthropy is a real word. True or false? Zoanthropy. Uh, well, that one seems pretty simple, doesn't it? Is, it? is it real or not? Maybe Waffle and Martha snuck in here and made that one up. What would they think zoanthropy means? Goodness me, do I really want to put myself in the head of Waffle and Martha? <laughs> That's going to lead to some pretty intensive zoanthropy. Philanthropy is an expression of wealth for others, so maybe zooanthropy is an expression of loving a zoo? I don't know. Do you know? 
I say we better find out and the quicker the better. A true or false, zoanthropy is a real word. The answer is true. Zoanthropy describes when human beings think they're an animal and start acting like one. Hmm. I'll have to come up with a word for fizzies that act like animals and make a huge mess of the factory. Oh, wait. There are already two very sufficient words. Waffle and Martha. Now, would you look at that? We've already whizzed through three word questions. On to the next, shall we? Worrying word question number four. What is a contronym? What is a contronym? Is it A, the written version of a number, like when you spell the number three, T-H-R-E-E, instead of using the digit? Or is it B, words that can contradict themselves? Oh, wait, what does contradiction mean again? Uh, Ah, I see. When something is said that conflicts with itself. Oh, I see. Like when Waffle and Martha say everyone should work harder and then take three weeks off to eat as much apple pie as they physically can. Okay, well, let's check out this answer. What is a contronym? Is it A, the written version of a number, like spelling tree, T-H-R-E-E, or is it B, words that can contradict themselves? The answer is... B, words that can contradict themselves. So, for example, the word buckle can mean to connect something, to buckle it up, but it can also mean collapse, like when knees buckle out from under you. Or or the word temper, which I know well, which can be to soften something or to strengthen. My goodness, I think I've got a headache learning that. But you know what? We're getting there. Quick now, I'm pressing on to a wandering word question and it's number five. Another true or false. Etymology is a type of medical practice mainly focusing on repairing pinky toes. True or false? I swear, if Waffle and Martha break into my office again and submit a joke answer, I'm going to dive into Lake Fizzy and I may not ever come back. No, that's not a promise, Bob. Stop smiling. Of course I wouldn't dive in Lake Fizzy and not come back. The factory would fall into a shambles. Now, etymology. True or false? Etymology is a type of medical practice mainly focusing on healing the pinky toe. True or false? The answer is false. Etymology is finding the origin of words, from where and what words are derived. Uh, For example, um, the word walrus. Let's think about that. Well, the word walrus comes from an old English word that literally translates to whale horse. You know, I actually like that better. Whale horse. Ah, got a ring to it. Now, we've only got two worthy word trivia questions left. Here we are. Word question number six. Where does the word alphabet come from? A. China B. Greece Or C. Mr. Schnooze's big 
bot. Oh, oh, well, that is ridiculous. Waffle and Martha are really going to get quite a talking to the second I see them. I... What's that, Bob, the station manager? Oh, it was you who wrote that answer. Hmm. Well, uh, that's very funny. You know, uh, Bob, I wonder who I'll get advice from when I'm considering giving you that vacation time you've asked for. Maybe my big butt. Don't just laugh at that, Bob. I'm trying to be snarky and threatening. Ah, let's just find out the answer. Where does the word alphabet come from? A. China B. Greece Or C. Mr. Schnooze's big butt. The answer is... B. Greece Alphabet's origins come from the first two letters of the Greek alphabet, alpha and beta. Well, isn't it more fun to take things seriously, Bob? Look how much fun it was to learn that. Uh, We are up to our final question, and it can't come soon enough. Here we are, question seven. This one is time sensitive. Are you ready? We're going to put five seconds on the clock. When you spell it backwards, what does the word stressed become? Then that's five seconds. I hope you figured it out. The answer is, when you spell stressed backwards, you get desserts. I can't think of anything more relaxing than a nice fizz bar. And after this emotionally turbulent trivia test, I might just have one right now. Or four or 75 cases. And there you have it. Seven Fluesmania trivia questions all about wonderful words. How many did you get right? I hope you got them all. But if you didn't, you can always listen to our next trivia show and try again. Now, that brings us to the end of Fluesmania for today. Oh, and remember, Fluesmania is a secret. Don't go telling everyone about it or we'll be overrun with kids while we're trying to get some serious work done. Until next time, this is Mr. Snooze signing off. Ta-ta for now. Go, kid, go. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.